Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Wave Ministries. Visit thewavecolumbus.com for more information. I'm doing great, brother. I'm doing great. I miss you. Um, life is, is, is going well, man, as you know. And it's good to be back on the podcast. Yeah, I haven't been on the podcast since January, I think. Yeah, so, we've been six months. Um, so for those who are listening, uh, I miss you too, my brother. Uh, this is this is uh, a voice that you haven't heard for a while. I'm Michael uh, Red and my brother, our brother, our, um, I mean, we normally do this together, but we've been in six months in hitting, uh, we just got out, Mike, uh, the, you know, we were doing the series on Revelations. And this series on the 66 of the market of beef is incredible. Um, I want to thank every single person that listens to diligently every week. Those who send us comments, those who send us questions. We are so excited that you're with us. We're so excited that you are part of this community because this is what has become the wave community online. And it's been wonderful. So Mike, we've been having a good time, but we miss having your voice. Uh, we, I know you've been changing the world. Um, everywhere you've been, but we wanted to both jump on this uh, mini series on uh, prayer because you and I are feeling the same uh, wavelength that God is what God is really calling us. Um, but man, if you want to catch up the folks for a second, I don't know if you want to add anything to what you've been doing, but I know you've been changing the world uh, and doing great things and doing what God has called you to do. No, just doing what the wave is called to do, and 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 that's be. Uh be influential in the culture right apostolically and prophetically and for those who are listening uh we taught on the apostolic and prophetic months ago and 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 i want to thank you for continuing on with the podcast man you and ryan doing an incredible job man of just sharing and breaking down the word and just conveying what god's heart is uh in this time and uh but yeah you know you know me and you just are just a little bit all over the place um in a sense where we're just wanting to see the kingdom come that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So just doing that and really attacking the business world, marketplace world, and uh, seeing tremendous fruit um, in that. So, yeah, I've, I've been busy. Uh, you've been busy, but uh, it's one and the same. Absolutely. Uh, and again, it's, it's continuing to what you said, man, his kingdom come, enhancing the kingdom of God and letting him flow the way he wants to flow. And that's beautiful because you let the Holy Spirit do what he wants. And we've just been saying mm -hmm. yes Every time he says, go this, go right, we go right, go left, go left, go straight, go straight. And as those who've been following us in the community, we're coming up to September, uh, the first Saturday mm -hmm. of September, where we're joining together Saturday morning from 9 to 11 to pray. Uh, and we are excited about that. But um, uh, as a precursor to that, the Holy Spirit has been really dealing with our hearts and prayer and that he's calling us into a more intimate uh, place. So, Mike, as you and I have been talking, um, you know, this prayer topic has just been in us. It's who we are. It's who the wave is. Um, I, I, I can remember back, and I was telling this to someone a couple of weeks ago, Mike, that how, how God used prayer as a filter to see who those, who, who those are going to stick with us for the long <laughs> haul. You know what I mean? And so prayer is such an important piece, an important essential part to the life of the believer and the uh, right. communion, right, that God desires for us. And, and I want to hit that today. I want to hit the difference that the prayer is more than communicating with God. And I think as I've grown with the Lord, as, as I've grown, as you've grown, Mike, you know, God is pushing me, because I used to say that a lot of times, we like, what prayer, what is communicating with God? I think communicating with God is an aspect of prayer. But I want to really hone in this uh, 
episode and this show on like the communion with God, the aspect of communing, right? That, that word commune means an act or instance of sharing or intimate fellowship, like that intimacy that God is requiring and asking and not continuing to knock on our door for, you know, um, mm. he's just, mm. he's knocking like the book of Revelation and we went to Revelation chapter uh, two, says that God knocks at the door and that's the believer's door, not the unbeliever door, right? People use that as an unbeliever scripture, but it's not. He keeps on knocking at the believer's door. So you, you, you ask the question, why is he knocking at the door of a believer, right? Because you're already his, because there's levels of communion and intimacy and depths that he wants to get to that he has to, I just see like not one door, Mike. I see like a house with many doors. And once yeah, he conquer one room, he goes to the next room and knocks on that door. And he goes to the next room. Like we think there's just one room and one door and that door is in the front of the house. No, that door, he enters the house, but now he wants to go to every room. And I believe that's what the Holy Spirit is doing to us now, even right now. Oh, um, it, 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 those who save and unsaved, right? He's pushing for more intimacy. He's calling, saying, I want to draw closer. I want to draw closer. And um, that gets me excited. No, you're on the money, man. I, let me just preface and say this, man, with all sincerity. We need a revival of prayer. Yeah. Across the world. And when you talk about communion, I would just add to that and say unbroken communion. Yeah. And we've learned that over the years that um, the Bible says pray without ceasing, right? And And... There's usually a correlation to a start and stop time, right? To our prayer lives. We have a certain time where we start and then we have a certain time when we stop, if we do pray at all. Um, but this is one thing that you and I have learned over the years. And, and I want everybody to hear this when I say this is you can't live off quickies with God. Yeah. And what I mean by that is, is drive by prayers. Uh, you, you need to set aside time real time um, to spend time with God in prayer. And um, what I mean by un unbroken communion is that throughout the whole day, I'm praying. Throughout the whole day, you're praying. We all should be praying throughout the day, whether I'm at the gym training, whether I'm at uh, the restaurant, um, whether I'm at um, on the golf course, whether I'm at in a business meeting, whether I'm at wherever I may be, throughout the whole day, I'm in constant communication with the Holy Spirit. Um, I could be mentoring an entrepreneur, but at the same time, I'm praying internally. Holy Spirit, what do I say? What do I convey? What is your heart in the matter? Um, when there's conflict within a business, Holy Spirit, I'm giving the wisdom of the Holy Spirit more so than the wisdom of flesh in myself. So there's, there's gotta be a training and discipline in unbroken communion. And not just from a start, stop, legalistic, uh perspective and so um again you just can't live off quickies we, we can't just live off for praying before a, a meal do you realize danny and I'm, I'm not saying this to be funny or facetious but like most people the only time that they pray and we've got to grow up in this is right before they eat their food and that's it yeah yeah, yeah. you know so go ahead i don't, I don't want to talk to you but that, no that's, no no keep on talking because I'm, I'm looking up something because you you, I love the I love the the wording that you said uh, unbroken prayer, right? Again, it's just praying yeah. without ceasing. 
right? Paul calls it. Yeah. Because it's it's prayer is not, and I'm gonna get to this. Prayer is not. Uh, I wrote this down uh, as I was just hearing from the Holy Spirit. It's 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 a life, not a device, right? Prayer is not a mm-hmm. is a life lived in communion, not a device fulfill fulfilling our needs, right? So it's it's not even. Mm-hmm. I love that you said the quickie because it's 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 the religious mindset that tells you just pray this one, two, three. And if you pray here for five minutes and, and, and the Holy spirit is is what we have to realize about God is that he wants communion more than we want communion for him. You know, right. He's done Mm -hmm. designed the whole world. The whole world has been designed by God for one thing. And one thing only is to commune with us. Now, some of the things that hold us back from those communions is right. Not feeling like we're worth it. Not, not feeling like, you know, God is going to meet with us and talk to us. Like all those lies that the enemies throws at is like when God's structure of earth was for one thing. I want to commune your one. But when, man, I want to be one. Again, that word, it means intimate. It means intertwined, right? Um, and I just wrote this down, right? The, 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 there's three acts that I see. I'm just going to just mention three quick acts that God did. So I want, I want those who listen to understand God wants you more than the religious practice that you may think he wants out of you. Like he wants you. Mm -hmm. Uh, He Mm -hmm. wants to live with you. He wants to be with you. His desire, he's done everything in his power to do one thing is have relationship with you. He's done everything. He's done it all. And it's already been finished and the access has already been granted. Now, whether we take advantage of that access and how much do we, like you said, how much of the day that we take for that, that's on us, right? That's that will that he gives us. But, but we have to really understand that the foundation that God is coming from is like, I said everything up for you, All right? The first act of communion is, is Genesis 2, when he breathes into man's, right? God didn't have to breathe into us, into his spirit, his life. But he did, why? So that he can be one with us, right? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. in Acts chapter 3, Adam, where are you, right? <laughs> he doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Again, he doesn't care about, I, I, call, I call sin and religion, Mike, you're going to laugh at this. I've been calling sin and religion lately. Those are the orange barriers in a high, highway, right? They're just barriers, right? They're mm-hmm. barriers mm-hmm. That, that lead you to detours that he just wants. He's like, listen, I've I removed it, but if you want to go on your own highway where there's barriers, those can be, but I removed those barriers. I'm coming after you. My highway is directly to you, right? And so Adam, where are you? Was a sign of God saying, I want to commune. I know you just messed up, but I need you to understand mm-hmm. that I want you. Right. Mm-hmm. And then a little later in that chapter, which is the first, you know, it's, it's what we call it's, it's a picture, picture of Jesus. When when he said, and Adam and his wife, the Lord God made tunics of the skin and clothed them. Right. That was another act of communion. Like I'm going to do everything to take so I can know you. And we have to understand. I want those who, who are listening to us to understand God wants you. He's not going to stop pursuing you. And this is the greatness of our God. No matter how much you reject him, he's still pursuing you, but he's pursuing one thing, communion. That's what he's pursuing. I want to have intimacy with you. Go ahead. No, no, you're, you're dead on, man. I, 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 I'll say this to add to what you're saying. He so desperately wants to be with us and we want to be with him. We should want to be with him as much as he wants to be with us. You know, there, No one can ever exceed their prayer life. The measure of a woman, the measure of a man is their prayer life, right? And so for me on a personal level, I didn't discover God 
or learn about God by just going to church and being active. Did I feel him? Yes, in the gathering. Did I encounter him in the gathering? Yes. But you 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 almost learn God through prayer. Oh, absolutely. Come on. A hundred percent. Like we 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 so often are supplementing our personal time in prayer for activity within a church gathering, right? Or on Sunday mornings or whenever we gather, right? My activity uh, is a substitute for my time to learn about. Those things are, are good and what have you, but like to really study and learn about God and discover God, it only can come through a prayer life. And so we've got to be, be cognizant of the fact that there, there is there there is nothing that should be a decision that should be made. There's nothing that we shouldn't be able to perceive or have a perspective of without a prayer lens, right? And so we've got to be able to have spiritual eyes, our spiritual antennas up throughout our journey in life. And if you think you're bigger than your prayer life, then you're 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 sadly mistaken, and you're going to miss it, right? And so I think for us, it's important that in order for us to be able to journey through life's decisions, journey through life's calamities, journey through what we've journeyed through over the last year and a half even, right? You've got to live in a place of prayer. You've got to do it. And I think far too often, Danny, we've kind of settled for the entertainment value and we've lost our endurance for prayer. There's more of an appetite for the entertainment of a gathering than there is endurance for a prayer time. A thousand percent correct. If that makes sense. There, no, I mean, you, we, we are having are, events. You, you, and, <laughs> I'm sorry. We, listen, we know we, you a thousand percent again, we zooming, we doing it. We always find a way, right? To do activity. We always find a way 100%. to do what makes it. And I love, you said, uh, you said the, the word feeling because when you said that the Holy Spirit just hit me like, can we go beyond our feelings, right? Can we yeah. go beyond our, like when friendship goes beyond its feelings and, 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 and is literally just based down in the foundation is it has feelings in it, right? It has communication, but it goes beyond that when there's a knowing of each other, right? And I, I, I'm gonna just you and I as an example, right? Some, you know, we've been on planes before, you know, and it, it, it goes beyond the fact, uh, or sometimes we, we, we don't talk for a week or so, but we've been on planes, that, or we've been in cars where we don't have to say a word. Why? Because community is more than a word, right? It's more yeah. than uh, beyond that. I feel that this is my friend, or I feel that this is my covenant partner. I know, right? We, we mm -hmm. invested enough time, right? And enough time has passed of investment that it, 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 it's, it is an automatic Right, because we have giving of ourselves. So think about this: God has given a hundred percent of Himself to us, and mm -hmm. what prayer does, He's waiting for us to give us a hundred percent of ourselves to Him. That's what He's waiting for. Can this human give a hundred percent of Himself to me? Because I've given a hundred percent of myself to Him into the foundation of this alone, just knowing Him. Right? Can we get that a prayer? And you said it right. It's not a time set. It's a life. It's a lifetime, right? You and I only know God because we chose 
and we continue to choose and we continue to know more aspects of God, right? God is, God is, God is so vast that you and I, Mike, would never know everything on, about God, right? No, but he continues no. to show us aspects of himself. Why? Because we're willing to pursue what he's pursuing, right? Our pursuit meets together, which I know you're pursuing me, Abba, but I'm also pursuing you. And I want to know you in every way. And sometimes, and I love that you said the feelings. I'm going to go back to that. Sometimes it's going, can we go in prayer past our feelings, right? That I don't feel like the shakes and I don't feel the, the great clouds, but I have an awareness that he's in the mm -hmm. room. And, mm -hmm. it, and, it, and it goes mm -hmm. beyond that. I'm not even crying anymore. I cried. I just have an awareness that is it. I have an awareness that he's speaking to my spirit without me having to articulate what he's saying. It's just mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. Those are the Absolutely. depths and levels that you're talking about in getting into this, what, what, what I call the corner near fellowship with the Holy Spirit, with Jesus and with the Father, right? Because all three of them want to know us for the depths of who they created us to be. Mm-hmm. 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 No, you're absolutely right, man. You're absolutely right. I, I, I've come to this conclusion, Danny, and you're going to laugh when I say this. Everything is found in the presence of God. Come on. Everything is found in the presence of God. Instruction, resources, vision, opportunities, everything is found in the presence of God and through prayer. Come on. The one thing I've learned about prayer is that prayer has everything to do with humility. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. So we're a royal priesthood, right? We, we reign, we govern, we have influence in the government, in the nations, absolutely. But also priesthoods learned how to bow. Yeah. Right? And so prayer really reveals who I'm not. And there's an acknowledgement that I don't know when you pray. Right? If you think about it, right? Yeah, so, because yeah. when you pray, you begin to discover your limitations. You, you begin to discover percent. who I'm not, right? So, <laughs> and so when you, you pray, right? Right, it's, it's your, 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 your humanness comes out in prayer, right? You start realizing, absolutely. oh, that narcissistic self that's told me that I'm God. Uh, mm -hmm. Hello, I, I'm, I'm a mm -hmm. human and I have frailty and I am flawed. 100%. Right, uh, to your point, that that flawedness of who we are. The and, and again, I want to I want to hit this because the Holy Spirit is just on me with this, <laughs> and to know that He still wants you flawed. He knows that you are flawed. I mean, that's the deception of the enemy. Because I, I believe a lot of people don't pray. A lot of people want to pray, right? Number one, and I, and I and I and I got this down right. Number one, the reason that they don't commune with God is that they don't make it a choice, right? So you got to choose to do it, right? You got to choose to spend time, right? But I think a lot of people don't choose because somewhere in the back of their mind and their heart is like, why would this guy want to even be with me? I'm so flawed. And, and then what they don't understand, he understands how flawed you are. And what makes him amazing is that he still wants the right is uh, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Right. That's the mystery of the gospel mm -hmm. that his whole being of who he is wants to dwell in an imperfect vessel. That makes our minds go crazy. Like, there's no way. Let me clean myself up. Let me do this. Let me do that. And he's like, no, it is in that moment that I can get you to understand you are human and you're not me and you're flawed and you can't do this thing called life without me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. No, you're 100% correct. One of the limitations of prayer, people don't pray, that I've discovered, you know, and obviously we've gone through so much in the last year and a half with COVID and the political scene and social injustice. One of the reasons why people have a heart, remember Jesus said, pray and, and not faint, right? Yeah, yeah. And we, we're gonna get we're gonna get there at some point in the series. But like I really believe, man, dismay and people being disheartened has prevented people from praying. And 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 what I mean by that is that when you face disappointment, it's hard to keep going back to the well when things haven't turned out the way you thought they would. Mm, come on. It really, it really, human standpoint, when you haven't seen what you thought might be the case happen, you get disappointed and you feel disheartened. And it's hard to go back to the well again to pray. Because I've been praying, I've been seeking, and it hadn't happened yet. And sometimes what we don't realize is that the unanswered prayer is really protection. Right? What if God doesn't want you to have that? <laughs> right? Yeah. And so yeah. like breaking that down and, and, and unpacking that, right? Um, there's been times in my life, Lord, I'm just, man. And I think right now what we're experiencing right now with, with prayerlessness is you're just tired of praying, right? If we be honest and those who are listening, right? It's, it's, it's like, man, I've gone through with COVID and unemployment and, uh, death and poverty and sickness and 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 false hopes and you know false dreams that didn't really be realized. I'm just tired, and I love what Jesus says. He says, "Pray and, and not faint." Right? It's so important that this is a time in our lives that it's very easy to give up on prayer because of what we've been through. We've been scarred, we've been cast down, but Paul says we're not destroyed. Come on, man. And so. I, I, I want to just encourage people who are listening that although you've been through a lot, do not give up on communication with God. In fact, tell God how angry you are. Because that's all it is. Prayer is just talking to God and being honest and transparent with God. Being fully vulnerable with God. Go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm talking no, I love that. I, I, no, I no, no. You're not talking too right much. Talk it, is, it is powerful because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote what you just said. Prayerlessness is attached to disappointment. And, I, I, and you said something right, this is a scripture that hit me in my heart, which I have written here is, is Psalms 145.18. It says, the Lord is near to all who call upon him. Now listen to what it says. To all who call upon him in truth. I'm going to say that again. Mm -hmm. The Lord is near to all who call upon him, but to all who call upon him in truth, right? You said it right. There's a level of honesty, authenticity, vulnerability, I know those are buzzwords, but it is true. A level of, uh, uh, he says he's near to all who call upon him with this heart of saying, I am going to be 100% honest of how I feel about what's happening in this moment, right? And there's a level of honesty that God is asking the body for that we are not comfortable with because we, we were never comfortable. We were never taught that we can come to God in an honest uh, broken way, even, and you said it right, even if we angry at him, because God is big enough to handle your ang anger. Let me say that again. God is big enough to handle your anger, your disappointment. He's big enough to handle that, right? 
And he's wanting honesty to come back because you do never know why, why is what. And, and I just want to hit this uh, real quick because you mentioned it, Mike. But, you know, in our life, in my life, you know, when we were praying for my nephew, Jaden, at the hospital, you know, we mm -hmm. spent two weeks at the hospital praying for Jaden, two whole weeks. And we got prophetic words. All I mean, we got everything that you would think church would get. I got, I was getting emails, texts, I'm, prophetic yeah. words. You was there throughout this whole time. People, oh, he's going to get out. You know, I believe wholeheartedly that he was going to rise from that bed. Yep. I had a hundred percent belief. My faith was not wavered. Um, I didn't have to go into this future fast because I already live a life of it. You know what I mean? So we went on a mode of the, like, God, all the promises you said, we just believe you. But when I was in that room, and I heard that final heartbeat flattened. I was in the in, the, in that room when that heartbeat went beep, right? Yeah. How do you deal yeah. with the fact, yes. God, I believed you. I believed your mm -hmm. word. I believe yes. that you said that this young boy, I believe you said if I pray, whatever I ask, and I'm having these conversations with the Lord, because see, in that moment, right? Faith is shaken, right? What do you do when your faith yep. is shaken? When you thought That's right. wholeheartedly, again, when I got prophetic words, man, he's going to rise. God is going to use them. When I have his mother, right? Family mm -hmm. members of mine, my salvation hinges on this healing. And God says, mm -hmm. I'll heal him, but I'll do it my way. Mm. <laughs> Right. Mm. See, see, because what we don't know is we ask God for things and but we ask God for things with the outcome that we want to see and the process that we want to take it. God, mm -hmm. I want you to heal him, but heal him my way. And God's mm -hmm. like, you asked me to heal him, but I'm God, I'll do whatever I want. And so we had to realize that we were not God. We had to realize that mm. only God understood. I remember talking to my brother about this. And, 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 and when my, and you know this, Mike, cause you're part of the family. Mm -hmm. So when my brother David um, received the news when he was a kid, like his disease doesn't last 16 or 17 years, right? So we can take something like that and go, God, how dare you allow this pure little kid only to live 60, 17 years, mm -hmm. right? That's one perspective. Mm -hmm. But then we can take yep. another perspective and say, God, thank you that you allow me the opportunity to be part of this life for 17 years, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That I can walk and talk with this kid for 17 years. And again, we know that Jaden is fully healed right now. We, we fully believe that, right? But again, we want things the outcomes our way, how we want them and when we want them to do it. But how do we deal with the disappointment when we don't get what we want? Are we willing to still communicate with God and commune with him and again, go beyond communication in the sense where I'm telling you something, but sometimes I don't even have words to say, but I, mm -hmm. I'm still coming to your presence. And mm -hmm. you know my pain that's inside of me because there's great loss. Can I be in communion with the figure that I thought that was, listen, because again, this is, the, this is the mindset and this is the honest truth. And when you're in that pain, you let me down. Mm-hmm. God, you let mm -hmm. me down. I trusted you, mm -hmm. but you know where to be found. Mm -hmm. And God's like, no, I'm always been here and I'm still here. 
And I'm glad you pursue. The, the, what Mike and I are telling you, don't start pursuing. Even though it looks like everything is chaotic and even though he, you, it looks like he let you down, I mean, don't start pursuing because the answers that you're really looking for are still in the pursuit, right? It took us months and years, Mike, for us to realize, man, what a blessing that we had him for 17 years. What a blessing. Wow. God, God, what a blessing for us to spend two weeks. This pandemic made us think of Jaden. All of our brothers and sisters a couple of weeks ago, we, we had a three-hour conversation about him. And like, listen, imagine if Jaden would have died through the pandemic, right? No one could see him. No one could spend time with him. He would have died by himself, right? Mm. But, but, but God allowed it to happen when it happened because we, we had two full weeks where all the family came together and our family, the unit of the nephews and cousins, that are, the closeness of that family, of our family would have never been to the place it was if we would have not walked through that together. And so whatever the enemy meant for destruction, because remember the enemy is the one that kills, steals, and destroys. God used it for his benefit and his blessing. And we're now partaking where we just had a trip where eight siblings getting together, where the whole world's going, where, where Mike, I'm getting testimonies from people I don't even know saying, I heard about this and I looked at it in, in, in social media and, 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 and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go after my family. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, I haven't talked to my brother in 10 years. I'm going to talk to him. And God is using what, what, ha what we thought was the tragedy for his glory, right? Because that's what God does. Because we didn't stop doing one thing, Mike. We didn't stop communing with God. God, we may not understand the answer right now, but we understand you understand the answer. We just say, you it's know what's almost, happening. You hit me so much, Danny. We, there's levels to prayer. We talk about communion, unbroken communion. Then you, what you're talking about is supplication, making requests to God, right? Through intimacy, right? We can't even get to intercession because we haven't gotten over supplication. Yeah. Right? The disappointment of supplication, so we proceed, right? And I love what Psalm 91 says. He will call upon me and I will answer him. Come on. But... Yes, he will answer you, but what if the, what if the answer is not what you thought it was? Ah, come on, <laughs> come on, man! Right? Come on, and man! And so I've learned this in my time with God, and I'm going to cry when I say this, probably, that the answer has always been bigger than the prayer. Come on, man! Come the on! The answer to your prayer is bigger than your actual prayer. Now, look what Matthew 6 says in verse 8. Therefore, do not be like them, for your father knows the things you have need. That's right. Uh, uh, before you ask. He knows what you need before you ask. The question is, do we trust that? Mm. Do we trust that? That he knows our need and our supplication and our request? Yeah. Does he know that? Do we trust that? And so it's all it, it boils down to faith. Right, it's a fight for our faith. Come on, right? and so when our faith is beat up, it's hard to go back to the well of prayer. And so, to your point, man, be, being able to press through, no matter what's going around around me or in my life, the one thing that I have, remember, Jesus uh, is 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 prolific at, at prayer, and the disciples said, you know what, um, we need you to teach us how to do something. And so for me, and you've heard me say this before, man, if it was me, I would be like, can you teach me how to walk on water, Jesus, if I'm a disciple? I, I, uh, I want to learn how to walk on water. And, and you know what? I want to learn how to walk through a wall. Um, I want to learn how to transfigure. 
I want to learn how to heal people, right? All those things I would have been asking about me personally, but the disciple says, listen, the source of all of those great exploits boils down to this. Teach us how to pray. <laughs> yeah. Teach us how to pray. And prayer is, 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 I'll say this in conjunction with the time thing. Unbroken communion, we talked about that. If the spotless lamb who was perfect, the majority of his life prayed, it would behoove us who are flawed and who are tainted and messed up and screwed up. It would behoove us to pray as much as Jesus did. Just the thought. Yeah. Why prayer is important to your point, why prayer is so important on broken communion, right? And so I, I know I'm going around a you know in a little no, circle no, here, but like you're saying the truth. But I just wanted to share that. Like, why 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 should we pray? Right? Why why should we pray? Why should we why should we spend hours in prayer? Why should we do that? Well, because the one who was perfect did it all the time. Our, our greatest example of and again, I, I want to take us out and, and I'm gonna land the plane here because we're gonna we're gonna do three weeks of this, yep. maybe longer. Yep, 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 yep. We'll, we'll do as long as the Lord yep. Holy Spirit wants us. Because you know, yep. Yep. Our, our community That's already knows there's no there's there's no rules to all this. We just go with it. Um, I want us to get prayer out of being a device. Prayer is not a device. Mm -hmm. Prayer is not something that we do. Prayer is something who we are. Prayer is, is again communing that word communing and it's 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 why did jesus pray again he called it prayer he could have called it anything else right why did he pray so much because he want he wanted more time with the father than time with anything else his time that he knew that was limited on this earth he said no i'd rather spend more time with him than anyone and anything else like he knew why, because you know, everything comes from this time. Everything comes from my time. And I love that you say trust. And I trust him enough that when I surrender my time to his time, he gonna lead me to whatever he wants me to do because I'm, I'm about him, not about me. And so we gotta take pray from being a device that we use for whatever reason to, to what we, we're pushing people into. Going through, we're pushing you off the ledge to say, you have to live a life lived in the presence of God, communing with the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, right? And all are commune differently. And I'm going to say that. We may say that for another time, but I want to say that. I have to say that all are commune differently, right? Because when I pray to the Holy Spirit, I'm not praying to the Holy Spirit and thanking him for, for dying on the cross for me because he leads me in that, into all truth. When I pray to Jesus, I'm not asking to Jesus to leave his position. I'm thanking Jesus for what he did on the cross because that's what he did. I'm thanking the Father for giving us Jesus. I'm thanking the Holy Spirit because he's the person that speaks to me. So these levels of understanding who we talking to, how we talking, because we communion with a triune God, right? And so I'm going to land with these two scriptures. Yeah. And then Mike, uh, so 1 Corinthians 1, 9 says, God is faithful by whom we were called into fellowship of his son. Jesus Christ, God is faithful by whom? Michael and Daniel are called into Kononia with his son. God is calling us to Kononia. When I use that word, it's used all through scripture, and I'm going to use it in two different ways. 
That word is communion. That word is joint participation. It's core. Is the word actually means intercourse, Doc? And I know you know that already. It means intimacy. It means fellowship, community, right? He says God is calling us to this union with Jesus. And then this is what the word says in 2 Corinthians 13, 14. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion with the Holy Spirit will be with us, right? God is not only calling communion with himself. God is calling us to commune with his son. He also calling us to commune with the Holy Spirit. One thing we said earlier already, how do we do those? We have to choose to commune. You know what I mean? Another how is what you said, right? Mike, dealing with the honesty, dealing with the, the humility that comes to presenting ourselves before him and understand that he wants to meet with us, right? He needs to meet with us. He desires to meet with us because he created everything that we know in human, everything that, just look at humanness itself. He created for mm -hmm. one thing, to know you and to be with you. The choices and, and what we're saying and what we're going to continue to talk about throughout this prayer, can we choose that? Are we willing to choose him more than anything else? And that is the question. Mm -hmm. No question, because you become like him in prayer. The whole essence of prayer is to become like Jesus Come and to get out of the flesh. If you're dealing with panic right now, prayer can drive that out. If you're dealing with anxiety right now, prayer drives that out. If you're dealing with confusion right now, prayer drives that out. And so I, I, I think we can't even begin to get past prayer unless we deal with the topic of prayer, because that is the source with the source of Jesus's life. And it's certainly the source, it should be the source of our lives. Uh, a thousand percent right. So you guys join us in the next couple of weeks as we are diving in and having real conversations about prayer, but also seeing some biblical truths on prayer that are going to fold in our hearts. And, and, and again, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to encourage those. God wants to know us more than we want to know him. That's just about a mind. And he's pursuing us. And so, Mike, thank you for taking this time as we join in, we're gonna, we don't know where these conversations, we're not prepping in, in a thousand preps. We're just coming in and having no. a real conversation on what we think about prayer, what we have experienced about prayer and what we know God is calling the church to. And, and I'm, I'm talking to the church of the world, not only America, I know we have different countries that listen to this podcast. Listen, the church at large, the bride of Christ, God is calling us for more intimacy. Like he's literally asking for more intimacy. The question is, are we going to give him the intimacy that he's asking for? And so, Mike, I'll give you the last word. No, I, I said it all. I mean, I, 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 I just, I, 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 in this time of the world, we just need to begin to have a revival of prayer. And I'm excited about the next few weeks of this, Danny, with you, because I think it's essential that we begin to restore our cry within us again, right? Um, and we'll get to that at some point, but I really believe that um, this is not a time to faint. And I want to encourage and strengthen people who are listening that uh, prayer still works and he still answered prayer and he's with us um, in our prayers. Amen. Uh, we're going to hit yep. that. Love you guys. We'll talk yep. to you guys next week. Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Wave Ministries. Visit thewavecolumbus.com for more information.